name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit. Amen. <coughs> You heard this cry at the beginning of Mass when the intro was sung, Drop down, ye heavens, from above, and let the skies rain down righteousness. Let the earth open up and bring forth a Savior. We need to hear the desperate anticipation that's building in Advent to the coming of the Savior that's to be growing in all of our hearts for Christ to come and save us. Drop down your righteousness, Lord. Open up the earth and bring a Savior to save our souls. In Advent, if we walk in the prescriptions of the season that our Lord Jesus Christ has given us, the fasting, the increased almsgiving, the increased prayer, there will increase in us by the Holy Spirit a greater anticipation for the experience of our Lord Jesus Christ to flourish in our own lives. Because we have been preparing our souls all through this season to experience the joy and the wonder of the great mystery of the Incarnation, God coming to us, becoming us so completely so that we might become like God. And it creates also in us a greater preparation and anticipation in us for His second coming, where those in Christ will be granted that indescribable joy, an eternity of receiving all that Christ has been preparing for us before time itself. So we have our gospel reading today from the Gospel of St. John in chapter 1. We find priests and Levites are sent to question St. John the forerunner about his ministry. And they ask him, who are you? And he answers very interestingly. He says, I am not the Christ. And so they ask again, okay, but who are you? And with the words of Isaiah, he quotes the prophecy of Isaiah about himself and says, I am the voice of one crying in the wilderness, make straight the paths of the Lord. And it's this statement from the prophet Isaiah prophesying about St. John the Forerunner's ministry that we focus on today. The Forerunner's message, make straight the way of the Lord. Make straight the paths of the Lord. St. Gregory the Great. He said this about that statement. What St. John was crying is disclosed to us. Prepare the way of the Lord. Make straight his paths. What else is anyone doing who is preaching the true faith and good works but preparing the way of the Lord to come to his hearers' hearts so that the power of grace may enter them and the light of truth pervade them? St. John, the forerunner's very purpose by the will of God was to be the very vessel that would prepare the hearts of all around him to receive the Messiah, Jesus Christ our God, into their lives. To prepare the soil of their soul as he had come to receive the seed of Christ into them and the grace that he would plant within them to be saved, to be made well again, to be made whole. And what was St. John's message given by our God to deliver to the hearers to prepare the soil of their soul? You remember what his message was? It was quite simple, actually. Repent. Repent, for the kingdom of heaven is at hand. His message was the word of God is now here. Messiah has come. And the way to receive him and the salvation that he brings is through repentance. You might say it this way, that St. John 
might have been using the language of a farmer to those who would understand this language, that to receive the Christ who had come and all the benefits of his kingdom, that all are going to have to somehow break up the follow, the hard, the unhealthy ground of their soils. It must be tilled up, for no hard soil and no unhealthy soil can receive a seed and have it grow in it. Till that soil. And the tool to break up that fallow and hard ground in the soil of the soul and the lives of everyone to prepare to receive Christ, that tool is repentance. And it is the same for each one of us. But too often, too often I think we have a hard time keeping our thoughts right and true about what repentance really is. A lot of times we have misguided understandings about repentance itself. And today our Lord wants to clarify how he sees repentance. We often think when we hear the word repentance that repentance begins and ends with groveling before God because of the worms that we have become. And here's a reality for you. We are lowly. And we do act like worms, far less than human from time to time. It's true. But my friends, repentance is far more than just this. And the blessedness of repentance is far more than just this as well. I want to read to you a number of teachings of the fathers that shine the light on what repentance really is for a Christian who is filled with the Holy Spirit. I start with St. John Climacus, who said repentance is the daughter of hope and the denial of despair. The daughter of hope and the denial of despair. Listen to that daughter of hope. It means that repentance is the offspring of hope. It's birthed out of a hopefulness, not a despair. And what is the great hope of every Christian? When we say hope, just like we say hope of the resurrection, we're not talking about some faint, I hope it happens. A firm belief that it's true. That's the hope we're talking about. And what is the hope that repentance springs from? The hope, the knowing that if I bring the illness of my soul to the healer, he heals. And he desires to heal. And he desires to take my lowliness. And I'll create a new worm, my wormfulness. To take all of that that is so far beneath my true human creation. Take it and absorb it within himself and transform it and cleanse me and heal me and fill me. That's the hope that repentance is born out of. Metropolitan Callisto Ware. There's a paragraph of his teaching on repentance that sums up probably half of the church fathers that ever lived so beautifully. And I want you to hear this teaching. Metropolitan Ware said, correctly understood, repentance is not negative but positive. It means not self-pity nor just remorse, but conversion, the recentering of our whole life upon the Trinity. It is to look not backward with regret, but forward with hope. Not downwards at our own shortcomings, but upwards at the love of God. It is to see not just what I have failed to be, but what by divine grace I may yet become. And it is to, listen to this, it is to act upon what we see. 
Repentance is not just woeful thoughts. Repentance is a state of being. It's an experience of Christ. And so when we see all these things that we know we can be in Christ because of his grace, and we move towards that, and Christ shines the light on these things, repentance is acting on what we've been shown, living the new life that Christ has demonstrated and shown for us that we can truly become. Metropolitan continues, to repent is to open our eyes to the light. In this sense, repentance is not just a single act, an initial step, but a continuing state, an attitude of heart and will that needs to be ceaselessly renewed up to the end of life. And that last quote that he said, that last line he said, it speaks to the teachings of Saint Theophan the Recluse, who said, Repentance is the starting point and foundation stone of our new life in Christ. And it must be present not only at the beginning, but throughout our growth in this life, increasing as we advance. These are the truths about Christian repentance that you and I need to have written into our soul so that in our thoughts and minds, when we hear the word repentance taught by Christ, through his church, that we think about these things, this aspect of repentance, the great hope of our healing, the great hope of the putting to death of all that's killing us anyway and being restored unto new life. That's repentance. Because it's by this type of repentance and the healing work of Christ, by this type of repentance that we must all live in daily that removes every barrier and blockade Every obstacle, anything that stands in the way of our very real experience of Emmanuel, God who is with us. For it's only by the experience of Christ in our lives, in our daily lives, that we are told we can even be saved. And to live in the, in the contentment and the joy of his salvation. And to grow to both see and experience in our lives, in the here and now, the great kingdom of God that's been brought so very near to us. Allow me to quote one other saint concerning the words and ministry of St. John, the forerunner, regarding repentance being the way to prepare the soul for Christ to dwell and grow within. And it's St. Prometheus of Aquileia. He taught the prophet Jeremiah, declared this, Stand by the roads and look and ask for the ancient paths where the good way is and walk in it. Because the heavenly kingdom is found along these, these ways. Not without good reason, St. John the Forerunner adds, the kingdom of heaven is near. So do you want the kingdom of heaven to also be near for you? Prepare these ways in your heart, in your senses, in your soul. Pave within you the way of chastity, the way of faith, and the way of holiness. Build roads of justice. Remove every scandal of offense from your heart. For it is written, remove the stones from the road. And then indeed, through the thoughts of your heart and the very movement of your soul, Christ the King will enter along these sure and certain paths. Let's understand together that in Advent, these prescriptions, this fasting, greater prayer, greater almsgiving, they're given to us to equip us with the very tool, repentance, that we're talking about. As, we, as we're describing repentance today, 
And when we repent in this way, every obstacle and barrier within us that have been preventing us from the great experience of the wonder of Christ and his kingdom being removed bit by bit, little by little, day by day. And Christ now has a clearer path to come. And we have clearer vision to behold him. If you have not started in the spiritual disciplines at all this Advent, I have great news. You have a week left where you can, by grace and with the mercy of God. And you can begin with that tool to clear a path for the Lord to come. And if you have failed along the way throughout this Advent, you've fallen off the horse, get on and ride. Begin again. Begin anew. The grace will be there for you. And the paths in your soul will be cleared. And may we all experience the joy of Christ entering by that road that we clear for him through blessed repentance. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit.